You burned and, your off? Yeah, it caught my boobies. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ouch! <laughs> yeah, cooking with nothing on is probably not the best idea. Put on a book next time. Yeah, I learned that the hard way, okay? Hello. Howdy. You don't sound so excited. I'm not excited. I'm tired. It's time to bed. <laughs> I am tired as well. I'm exhausted. Exactly. You should be napping. I have no time for naps. I have too many jobs. Leave them all. <laughs> I can't. I need money. No. It's unnecessary. Um, I will be a broke girl if I don't do work. Oh, well. You just live in a box. I'll come live with you and not pay you any rent. Ew, you're going to run up all my electricity bills. My gas bill. My but I'm bill. broke. I can't spend any money. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Are you in a box? Not my box. Your own box. <laughs> what if I just lived in a box on your front porch? I guess. It'll get kind of soggy, but it'll do. <laughs> you wouldn't let me in if it was raining? <laughs> no. <laughs> you got to pay $50 to come in the door. <laughs> My a fifty dollar entry fee. Yeah. <laughs> Give you like one of those big uh porch umbrellas or something to keep the rain off your box. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. Okay. That works. <laughs> you can collect my porch decoration. <laughs> oh, I wish I'm pretty enough to be a decoration. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you didn't know, this is Whole Snacks. Oh, yeah. This is us. Hello. <laughs> um, I'm Shayla. I was about to say Elena. I don't know why. Do you not know who you are? Have you forgotten? No. Yes. I'm so stressed. Well, I am Elena. I don't know who that other person is. Imposter. <laughs> I'm, I'm Shayla. I'm Shayla. Okay. <laughs> I'll just keep talking to you. Okay. Um anyways, what are you drinking? Um I have water and then I poured a little bit of uh that Jack Daniels fruit punch thing that I mentioned a couple weeks ago. Oh yes, that nummy goodness. Yeah, it's real good. I also tried the their peach uh like mixed drink cocktail thingy that comes in a can. That's pretty good too. Do you like the peach or the punch better? Um, I think the punch better because it's sweeter. The peach is a little more tart, but I liked it too. I liked it more like the longer I drank it. Yeah. But was that because you were getting more tipsy? No, I think it was also a combination of like what I was eating with it that might might have like changed the flavor a little bit. But once I stopped eating and was just drinking it by itself, it tasted fine. Oh. Um, well, Friday night I had, I went to Taco Mac and they've got these, um, like it's a new old fashioned. What does that mean? Um, cause it's a new version of an old fashioned, I guess. I don't know. But well, they made it, it huh? 
Huh? What makes it different? They made it with that screwball peanut butter whiskey. Oh. Um, I was not a fan. It was too, it was too sweet. I like that peanut butter whiskey, but I think it's really good just by itself. Yeah, I've never had it with anything else. Yeah, like either neat or on the rocks. I don't think you really need to add much to it. I could see if you like really needed a mixture, mix, I can't even talk. How are we going to get through this episode? <laughs> not. We're just going to oh. go right now. Be in bye. Don't worry. Um, I could see if you needed a mixer, like maybe like a splash of ginger ale or ginger beer, just to get that little spice kick to it. Um, but beyond that, I I probably wouldn't mix it at all. Yeah, yeah, it's good by itself. It's a good uh shot liquor. Yeah. Because it, it's so sweet and literally an old fashioned is bourbon and bitters and muddled fruit and simple syrup. And simple syrup is fucking sugar. So I don't like it doesn't need any more sugar. <laughs> it needs it. Mm-mm. It had like a weird aftertaste. I was like, no, thank you. Um, But Tonight, I am drinking red wine in my pumpkin Halloween wine glass. How beautiful. It's so cute. I got black nails. I'm so festive. (laughs) Well, we got two more weeks for that. Yes. And I'm so excited about one of my um, Halloween costumes in particular. Which one? The one for the bar crawl. The one where more people are, are going to see it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm going to look like, but I'm going to look like something. Yeah. Yeah. Our friends that are coming with us both already have their costumes. And I'm like, I have an idea of what I'm going to do, but I haven't like tried it on. <laughs> so hopefully it looks okay. Yeah. Yeah, I have an idea too. I might need to buy some pants though. So I think I'm wearing pants and boots because I want to be comfortable. Yeah, I'm doing bike shorts underneath the um um the little tutu. So and I have a cute like TikTok idea to do with it, but I can literally only have one chance to get it right because I'm going to put fake blood on the skirt and I like keep trying to find fake blood that has reviews that says it's going to be like it can come out in the wash mm-hmm. but I don't want to risk it so I have to do the first part of the TikTok like it has to be good <laughs> <laughs> because if the blood doesn't come out then it'll be weird well I have faith you can do it. Yes. So I have a TikTok idea for both costumes. For the one I'm wearing to the um, bonfire and to the other one. The bar crawl. So many outfits. So little time. Yes. And so many TikToks. 
Well, I have zero TikTok ideas, but I'm sure I'll think of something. Yes. Yeah. No. You sound like a cricket. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, do you have any personal stories for this week? Anything fun or exciting happen? Um. I mean, I just hung out with my family earlier in the week. Watched some baseball. Not. I saw your um nephew got a haircut. Yes, yes, he did. He looks so handsome. Yeah, he looks like a grown child. Yeah. I know they're getting so big because your nephew's like the same age as is he the same age as my niece or my nephew I can't remember your niece yeah they're just getting so grown up I don't like it yes we shall smush them down <laughs> I know now we just have to keep your your niece like little yes um, oh we did go to um that Halloween themed dinner oh yeah how was that it was so good. We had a lot of fun. Who I was you go with? my sister in law. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't know what I was expecting, but like everything was a lot better than what I thought I was walking into. Like the decorations yeah. were really good. The like waiters, waitresses were like all dressed up and um, like in character. And then the food was, um, like, themed. Like, everything was good. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I wish I could have gone, um, which I would have if I didn't have to work yesterday. But I knew that was going to be, like, an extra driving trip. And it was going to be a long day, which it was. My body is so sore. I'm, like, I'm getting so old. I can't stand on my feet for 10 hours and not be sore anymore. Well, nobody should be doing that anyway. You need a stool. Yeah, it was terrible. I was, I literally did not sit down for 10 hours. And then I um, got home and I literally spat my ass on my couch and fell asleep. I had poured myself a glass of wine and it didn't get drank. And I woke up at like two o'clock in the morning and I was like, oh, I should probably go get in my bed. And then I put the wine in the fridge. And uh, when I woke up this morning, I was so stiff. I was like, I can't move out of my bed. <laughs> and I have so many things to do today. I was like, I'm so old. Uh, well, just think of it as a 10-hour workout. Full yeah. Workout. Yeah. It, I mean, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. It was, it was mm -hmm. tough. Um, so I was like, yeah, I can't fit in an extra like thing this week, even though I really wanted to, because it's Halloween. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. So I live vicariously through the two of you, I guess. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, did I have anything fun this week or did I just work all week? You worked all I did. I worked all week. Um, yeah. Oh, I guess something exciting happened today. I finally got the light bulbs replaced in my kitchen. So there's light. 
Well, that's good. Yeah. And I, uh, no, I, because you know, I don't know if I talked about it on here, but I had ordered that taller ladder. Yeah, I did. So I talked about how short I was. I couldn't reach it. Um, so my dad came and um, he replaced it. And uh, well, he pulled them out and we went to Walmart and I bought them because I'm a big baller, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he uh, replaced them for me. And then him and my stepmom took me to get food. So I was happy about that. Yes. Yeah. What did you eat? Mexican. Of course you did. Knew it. Um, okay. But I haven't had Mexican in months. Like I hadn't been to that restaurant in so long. Um, and I actually tried to get them to go somewhere else. And um, my stepmom was like, I want Mexican. I haven't had Mexican this week. So I need to go. <laughs> and I was like, and they were like, we're, they were on a time crunch because they had to work. Like they still had more work to do, as did I after they left. Um, and that Mexican restaurant is really quick and it's right down the road. So I was like, yeah, let's just go do that. So I did. And I had a big ass jalapeno margarita and it was delicious. I bet it was. Yes. So that's probably my most exciting <laughs> news um, for the week. My most exciting story <laughs> was getting light in my kitchen finally. I'm going to have to remember that it actually works. Yes. Use it every day. Yeah. Because it was like when I, it took me like maybe a week, a week and a half to replace the light in my bathroom. And the first time I used it after I had replaced the light, I like sat there in the dark. And then when I was done, I was like, oh, I could have turned the light on. <laughs> you weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but the kitchen, I think obviously would be a little bit harder to function in there without the light. Because I did move my floor lamp from my office down here, and I already moved the floor lamp back up to my office, so there will be no light if I don't turn it on. Well, you'll remember. Yeah. Or you'll just burn yourself. <laughs> I did burn myself the other day. I was cooking something with oil, and I had no shirt on. I was cooking naked. You burned and... yourself off? Yeah, it caught my boobies. <laughs> I was like, ouch! <laughs> yeah, cooking with nothing on is probably not the best idea. Put on a rope next time. Yeah, I learned that the hard way, okay? You gotta cover your skin. I was Jeez. like, my poor boobies! <laughs> um, Alright, well, we ready to dive into these shows? Yes. Which would you like to cover first? Um, let's do. Uh, I guess the patient. Oh, okay. Um. Well, then, go find that little synopsis. Synopsis, because it's singular. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. Oh, all right. And um, just a forewarning, I was kind of drunk when I wrote it, so hopefully it makes sense. 
you were riding while drinking yeah <laughs> I was <sighs> which right. now I normally do my novels but then I'm usually sober when I edit and I did not edit this so good luck all right well I've got a page and a half okay oh that's the other synopsis so it's just like half a page then almost a page yeah it should be like two paragraphs yeah yeah okay better (laughs) (laughs) this week our episodes begin with alan visualizing himself in the dark jail cell that (laughs) Did I fuck up that early? No, I was thinking and I was going to say something, but then I kept reading and I can't think and read at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was thinking about how we were talking about him visualizing that jail cell Uh in the last episode. So anyway, that was what was on my brain. Okay. (laughs) I was like, damn it. I thought I did okay. No, all the words are broken. All right. Okay, I begin again. (laughs) This week, our episodes begin with Alan visualizing himself in the dark jail cell with guys chained up. However, there is a group of other people chanting in a corner. We soon find out that he is actually dreaming about concentration camps and Orthodox Jews being the individuals chanting over the confined prisoners. We then jump to another scene of Alan speaking to his dead therapist. He says out of the two ways things could go if Sam discovers the letter he placed in <laughs> Elise's mouth or if he doesn't. Oh. <laughs> okay. He lays out the two ways <laughs> things could go if Sam discovers the letter he placed in Elise's mouth or if he doesn't find it. Sam eventually returns home and says he needs to talk to Alan, but Alan simply says he's exhausted and climbs into bed. Sam leaves Alan B and goes into his room. The next day, we see Sam return to his old school and meet with his old school psychologist. He talks to him and asks him to be his new therapist. The school psychologist says he will think about it and tells Sam to give him a couple a call in a couple of days. We then see Sam call his ex-wife and ask if something is wrong with him. <laughs> he then goes over to a bridge with running water and looks as if he is contemplating jumping over the edge. The story cuts to Alan speaking with his dead therapist again and telling more of the story about how his wife died. She was sick and wanted to go out on her own terms, assisted suicide. She wanted her whole family to be there and Alan explains how his son Ezra did not want to be part of it. He said it was illegal and according to Alan, gave a somewhat holier than thou speech before he walked out. Sam returns to the house and brings a printer. He tells Alan he is going to print out the, how do you say it, Kaddish Kadosh? Cottish, I think. Cottish prayer. Alan had mentioned wanting to recite. Alan says the prayer, and at the end of the episode, we find out Sam did not leave Ellis's body where it could be found. He got scared and tells Alan the body will never be found, leaving Alan to try and find out a new means to escape. Episode eight begins with Sam at work. His boss is rude to him, and at this point, we all know that is a no-no. <laughs> That was my favorite part. Yeah. As the episode continues, we see Sam stalk his boss and eventually he murders him in the back parking lot. 
He takes his wallet and a watch off of him and puts it in his box of trophies at the house. During this episode, we learn more about Ezra and are told not only about what happened in the past, but see what is happening in the present. Though it appears Ezra and Alan don't have the best relationship, Ezra seems to be having a hard time with his father's disappearance. He is putting up signs and desperately wanting to hear news of his father's whereabouts. Throughout the episode, we, the viewer is shown Alan sharpening his empty foot cream container, <laughs> leading, up, leading us to believe he may use it as a weapon later. This is important to note because the episodes end with Alan, Sam telling Alan that this situation is no longer working. He has acquired a new therapist, and though he has never harmed anyone he's liked in the past, Sam insinuates he's going to have to kill Alan. He didn't think about the consequences of his actions, but this is what it has come to. He gives Alan a week to decide how he wants to die. We're left with the black screen and the sounds of Alan sharpening the tool. There are two more episodes left to discover how this story will finally unfold. Murder! <laughs> um, I just have to say, this is the weirdest fucking show I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> that I've actually enjoyed. But it's so good. Yes, but I'm like they're sitting here playing fucking ping pong. What am I watching? They were having the time of their lives too. <laughs> it, like it was real intense. Like they were taking this shit seriously. Like they were friends. Like had a bet on this game. Yes, and Alan's fucking chained up and like can't catch the ball without falling because he's chained up. Every time the ball would go too far, and you would hear his leg like yank on the chain. I was like, oh, that must hurt. Because. <laughs> Uh, Sam literally woke him up and was like, um, do you play ping pong? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, obviously, he's sleeping, or at least pretending to sleep so that you leave him alone. Yeah. And he just keeps tapping him. He's like, hello, wake up. <laughs> it's like, leave him alone. He doesn't want to talk to you. Literally. Yeah. Um, I thought okay. he was like, in a therapy session. He's like, do you play ping pong? Yeah. Freaking weirdo. I mean, obviously, we know he's weird, but I'm like... Yeah uh um okay so what should we discuss first um the disposal of the body yeah i was i mean i guess it's not too shocking because you know he didn't really want to leave his body out to be found yeah i was shocked yeah I just thought he might listen to him because he's been trying to listen to him for therapy reasons. Right. Yeah, I was, when I heard, like, what happened, I was like, damn it. I was like, neither me or Elena were right. I know. Like, I didn't think about him being like, oh, fuck it, and just doing whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, now no one is going to find the letter, but it's not because he found it. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to tell us what he did. And then I wonder if that scene where he was over by the bridge, if that was like, if it was him contemplating jumping over or if that was their way of telling us that that's where he dropped Elise's body. True. Could be both. He could have dropped his body and then been like, I want to kill myself because I'm tired of doing this. Yeah. Um... And at first, huh? I feel like they're not going to tell us like what exactly he did to his body. Yeah, maybe they'll. I mean, I guess for story purposes, they technically don't really need to. But yeah, it would be nice. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, I want to know. Um, and I thought it was interesting that they brought his ex-wife in again. Like, I thought that was the end of her, like, the last episode. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it doesn't, it didn't really give us much. We didn't learn much about him from that conversation. I think it was more maybe, like, trying to humanize him a little bit more still to like show a little glimpse of how he could be normal yeah because like they seem to have a normal relationship it just didn't work out not because he like showed any signs of being a fucking serial killer yeah because she seems to like know nothing about how his brain works yeah which is interesting in itself. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened in that first episode. Um, let me see. There are all my notes in here. All your freaking notes. Yeah. I really do like the scenes where he's talking to his dead therapist, though. I think those are my favorite parts. Yeah, those are good. It gives more insight into, like, his life and stuff. Yeah. I feel like that first episode... I think more happened in the second episode than the first episode. Yeah, more did happen in the second, because I'm looking over the notes now, and it was more like a they introduced us to that Mr. Buccella, the mm-hmm. school psychologist, and I was like, that poor man. Please don't fall into <laughs> dance trap." He's going to get snatched in that first session. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, and also in that first episode, it was more of like a, like, I mean, obviously we already knew that Alan had a son, like has a son and a daughter, but it was like a, a little introduction to the son, but it got way more into it in the second episode. Yeah. Um, Which I thought it was like, I don't know. I liked learning more about Ezra and there was a line in the episode where Alan was like, um, he was talking to Charlie, his dead therapist. And he was like, I've shown more compassion or I've been more compassionate towards a serial killer than I was towards my son. Oh yeah. And I was thinking about that when he said it and I was like, but I don't think it's comparable because I feel like he's showing more compassion to the serial killer because he doesn't want to die versus yeah. that he actually cares about him. Yeah. Um, but I think him thinking that though, even though it might be like wrong, I think it's going to give him the like motivation he needs to really get out of the situation. Yeah. I mean, he, didn't he say something like I need to tell him that myself or something talking about Mm -hmm. his son yeah um so he's like sharpening up that (laughs) foot cream (laughs) I thought huh that's the funniest thing so I really want to know like how sharp it's getting like can you slit his throat with that or is it just gonna like sting a little bit yeah well that's what I thought when um Sam like bent down to be when he asked me if he likes to play ping pong I thought that's when Alan was gonna like, like <laughs> try to stab him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was like, there's two more episodes, so there's no way that's gonna happen. Like, 
on this episode as much as I wanted it to because I'm ready for him to get out. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he's actually going to get out in this season? I feel like he has to. Like, I feel like they can't take this into another season. What if he just ends up with, like, two therapists in the basement? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) He just gets another bed and then, you know, now he's got two therapists. Do you think it's going to end where he kills Alan and then next season is going to be with this Mr. Buccella? There's going to be a new therapist? (sighs) I think it might end with, like, him kidnapping the new therapist. And then we'll see how everything unfolds with the three of them next season. Oh my gosh, I, I hope not. I think Al will still be alive or will like won't know if he's dead kind of thing. I don't like that. <laughs> I, I I just, I don't know. I don't, I feel like this should be a limited series thing. Like I feel like it should just be one season. So how would it end then? So is he like if he's gonna go to Mr. Coachella, like what is, what's he gonna do? I don't know. I feel like Mr. Buccella might just be like a character that they're just adding to it. Like I feel like he might try to do traditional therapy with him because he did ask him, he was like do you think you should live with your therapist? Yeah. <laughs> and Michelle is like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. So I think he's going to try to just like see him regularly without the thought of kidnapping him because he said also to Alan, this isn't working out. And I didn't think about what I was doing basically. So I think he's going to try to do regular therapy. And then I'm hoping Alan kills him. <laughs> before he kidnaps the other guy yeah maybe but then what if his mom comes downstairs and then kills alan for killing her son i don't think she has the balls you don't think if her son was dead on the floor that she would like take a gun or something and try to shoot alan no i don't think so i think she's spineless to take that bat and hit him with it and i think she honestly i think deep down she might be relieved i mean probably but i feel like she'd still also be sad yeah i think she would be sad but i don't think she would be like mad enough to kill alan over it maybe uh i think if she were to like do anything to like harm Alan like if Alan was still chained I think she would like leave him there (laughs) I don't think she would like she herself would physically harm him yeah and she'd have to just like move because it's not like she's gonna go down there and feed Alan every day she's have to leave him there and never come back yeah yeah, and then she wouldn't be able to move because then there'd be a dead body down there. Yeah. I think she would just leave him down there and never go down there. She never goes down there anyways because she's freaking spineless. Yeah, but if her son is dead, then she can finally have a basement and use it for something. <laughs> <laughs> she can invite friends over for ping pong. Well, maybe she'll just like not have a basement 
because she hasn't had one this whole time really anyways well there's also a hole down there already so then <laughs> you could unchain alan and put him in the hole because the grave's already there she'd have to put sam down there too yeah um okay so my literal first note for um the second episode was oh no sam's boss was rude to him (laughs) yeah as soon as he was mean i was like he's gonna murder you because he has no self-control yeah um but then he also said he was like that's the quickest like between killings that he's ever done so i wonder why that that i was like why was that I mean, I guess it's just getting worse, but I feel like he also has hated his boss for a while. And like, that's not the first time he's either been rude or hasn't followed protocol. And so it just pissed him off. Yeah. And I thought for a minute there when he was strangling him, I thought he was going to stop. Well, at that point, you can't stop because he knows exactly who he is. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought that he would, like, feel a little bit bad. But then I was like, well, he's got to finish it. But then I was also like, are there no cameras on any of these buildings? That's what I was thinking. I said, I, I'm pretty sure I put that in my notes. I said, cameras, question mark. Yeah, there's so many buildings around. Like, there's usually, like, trash, or like, cameras in the back where the trash cans are and stuff. Yeah. I'm just very confused. Because I feel like he didn't again it's something that he didn't think through about like he was like oh okay I can just do it over here but did you really like scope out the place because you really yeah yeah as soon as I saw those freaking gloves on him I was like this guy yeah I don't know boss didn't think anything of these damn gloves as soon as I saw the gloves I was like this is fucking weird like these are the gloves you use to murder people yes exactly (laughs) oh you know the other thing too that I noted where is it I said, um, fucking serial killer baseball cap. Because yeah. it made me think of Joe. <laughs> you gotta cover your face and put it real down low over your eyes. Like, come on. First he of all, he didn't following him on the street. He didn't kill anyone behind him. Right? And then he's got this, he's following him with this nondescript, dark colored baseball cap. I was like, it's Joe from you. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> the creators did that on purpose. They have yes, to. yes. A little, little nod to the serial killer show everyone loves. Yeah, and then when he had like oh did his hand like this and he had those gloves on, I was like Kyle, come on, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna strangle you. That's why his gloves on. Just so weird. Like you run into him getting food. He's like, Ugh. like first of all, he was talking about how hungry he was. I would have been like. Can we talk about this at work? Right? <laughs> like, I'm still hungry. Leave me alone. Yes. Okay. And then when Sam was murdering him, he was like, I really didn't like when you read that letter. I thought the letter was good. I mean, I didn't think there's anything wrong with the letter, but maybe he just doesn't like to be center of attention. Like, it, like, embarrassed him because everyone was looking at him type of thing. Okay. Because I was like, I was trying, when he said that, I was trying to remember. And I was like, I thought the letter was like a compliment to him. I didn't think it was a reprimand letter. I I think maybe he read it in like, maybe like a condescending tone or something, but the letter in general wasn't bad. Like it was, I think it was like a good review or something. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. That's why I was like, what is he talking about? Yeah. Like, I really didn't like that letter you read. I was like, what? It's like, it wasn't that serious. Like, I think in that scene, you could tell that he was uncomfortable, but I was also like, why are you so uncomfortable? Yeah. Can you imagine being Kyle and your employee is strangling you? And the last thing they say is, I really didn't like that letter. And you're like, but wait, that letter was a compliment. <laughs> I would have just been going back through every conversation we had. Like, what have I done to make him want to murder me? Yeah. Like, the, like it wouldn't be my life flashing before my eyes. It would be every time we've spoken flashing before my eyes. Yeah, I'm like, wait a second. But I read the compliment. I didn't read anything bad. <laughs> I don't know but we all know that he's a little cuckoo so and it didn't seem like when he strangled him it didn't seem like it was as long as when he strangled Elias that is true I don't think it took as long I don't know why maybe because he was older and he could not fight as much I don't know yeah um I was like yeah I was like this doesn't seem like it took as quite as long and I'm I don't want to say I'm glad because he strangled people, but I'm glad the first one took longer because like how we talked about last week, how it made it seem more like that's how it actually happens in real life. Yeah. Maybe he just got better at it because he had just done it. Yeah. Yeah, because what did he say? Three days? Yeah. So maybe he like, I don't know, realized he did something wrong that made it take longer or something. Yeah, I don't know. I still didn't like it. I still don't like the kicking. <laughs> I mean, it's sad. Yeah. I think it was also, I mean, it was still sad, but I feel like it was also less sad, too, because, like, Elias was, well, one, we had grown to know Elias a little bit more. Um, but, two, because Elias was, like, even more defenseless because his hands were like taped together and we didn't like really see it coming yeah Elisa's was sadder but for the boss I was like like what's going through your head when he's like coming towards you yeah I was I would be freaked out I don't know what I would do and then you like on the ground like you fall backwards on the ground or whatever you just say or like yeah I wouldn't freak out I think I mean obviously I don't know because I'm you know thank goodness knock on wood have not been in this situation but I almost feel like if my employee that I wasn't like friends with was like here come to this back alley with me I would have been like no Honestly, if anyone is inviting me to an alley and it's already dark outside, I'd probably say no to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just, like, anyone saying, let's go to an alley. Like, we've all seen TV shows. Like, why would we possibly yeah. go into this alley? Yeah, like, I want to I want to say that I would say no. And be like, sir, you have gloves on. It's not even cold. <laughs> and you want to go in a dark alley? No. <laughs> I think because he looked at him as, like, such a meek, like, quiet, weak person that nothing was alarming to him. Yeah. And then, well, uh, yeah. And then he, like, 
got not that that obviously meant he deserved to die but then he like got all up in his face and was like if you think that you are a fucking idiot i was like no i was like that was your that was his last job like he might have changed his mind before that yeah and i was like "Mm, no sir you just really brought up his daddy issues bad (laughs) yeah yeah he did not help himself at all no um but like alan had said to him because he was like you think people can change or it takes that long and he was like i mean with therapy it could be less but it takes a long time but it's basically like yeah people can be assholes but it doesn't mean they need to be murdered over it yeah and even like therapy can help you but that doesn't mean like you're never going to need therapy again or that you're going to be completely cured and just be a normal person like yeah you are going to have urges and need to talk to someone about it versus going and murdering someone. So it's never just going to yeah. go away. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Um, I just, I like the show a lot. And like I said, it's like very, like the ping pong thing. I was like, this is fucking weird. But am I going to keep watching it? Yeah. But I don't see how it can go past another season. Like, I feel like it has to be one of those limited series because it's just, I don't see how they can keep it going that long. I think they can with, like, new characters, like the new therapist and stuff, but then we would have to figure out what's going to happen to Alan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess if they, obviously, the new therapist had a different storyline, but... I'm, like, not watching the show for Alan's storyline. I'm watching it to see, like, uh, what's-his-face Sam get better. And I don't see how they can stretch that out for more than one season because I would get annoyed. I would I would stop watching it if it goes past the season unless something, like, crazy happens. You don't want to murder more people? Huh? You don't want to watch him murder murder more people? No, because he's <laughs> he literally it's just people that annoy him and he strangles them. Like that's not interesting to me. <laughs> I don't know, but I was thinking that maybe since he's not supposed to be living with his therapist, that we might see him more like in the real world. Yeah, yeah. I guess if it was more like. If they added more to his story and, like, more of the real world and stuff, then it could be kind of, I guess, kind of like how you is, because he's not, like, living with the people he's murdering. Yeah. Um. Then I could see it being interesting. But, yeah, just, like, keeping it holed up in the basement. Yeah, I mean, they've got to leave the basement. Either got to leave the basement or all the main characters have to die yeah yeah for sure um I don't think there's anything else that I really noted for these two episodes he's just fucking weird yeah um all right ready to move on to tell me lies yes (laughs) we need to talk about this bitch Lucy (laughs) yes all right let me get the synopsises uh been waiting to talk about this dumb hoe. 
All right. Now, this is the novel because there's so much that happens in these freaking episodes. Okay, you ready? Yes. The episodes this week start off with Evan inviting his friends to his parents' lake house for his birthday. Evan arrives first and is greeted with a neighbor who is renting the property near the lake house. There are clearly some racist undertones to the messaging when the woman starts questioning Evan's place there. Evan kindly puts the woman in her place, but the scene foreshadows Evan's mood for the remainder of the trip. Soon after, his friends arrive and Lucy is quickly annoyed with Drew being there. Emotions and tensions heighten throughout the trip. Everyone seems to be slightly annoyed with others in attendance. Lucy continues to be annoyed by Drew's presence, and she suggests to Stephen that they rat him out to Macy's parents. Stephen talks her out of this. However, throughout the trip, Stephen goads Drew. He tells him versions of the truth, getting him to become upset with Wrigley. During the trip, Evan accidentally tells the group Bree grew up in foster care, and things get awkward. She claimed she wasn't hiding this fact from the group, but it seems she was somewhat ashamed to tell them. However, she makes the point that none of them ever asked her about her past. Their group eventually plays Circle of Death, making Bree kiss Evan, which they seem not to mind to a certain extent, but things get awkward. During the game, Lucy gets up to use the restroom, Pippa follows, and Lucy, in a drunken state, begins blaming herself for Macy's death, saying she should have gone to the party with her. The night ends with Evan blowing up on everyone, claiming none of them are really friends and airing out how he really feels about all of them. He runs off and in the morning, no one can find him. Eventually Bree does find him and the pair finally hook up and seem to become somewhat official. Before the group leaves the lake house, they clean up and Steven takes Bree's camera and dips it in the water in front of Pippa. He damages any photos that were taken and later acts like he's upset the photos of him and Lucy are now non-existent. The final episode for this week tells more of Pippa's story. Her dad comes for a visit and he seems to be hinting at maybe Pippa not getting along well with others. As the episode progresses, we find out Pippa had a hard time in high school. She was bullied and catfished by mean girls at her school. She had to transfer her senior year and never truly made any friends until she began college. She did meet Wrigley at a campus tour and he is who she lost her virginity to. We find all of this information out due to Pippa telling this story to Lucy's roommate, Charlie. Pippa seems to have a crush on Charlie, and the two start to hook up, but once Pippa starts faking an orgasm, as she has many times with Wrigley, Charlie calls her out, and the two start having the aforementioned deep conversation. Pippa is jealous of Charlie hooking up with other people, but won't break up with Wrigley. Charlie lets Pippa know that she has, to, she has work to do before she can be serious with anyone. Meanwhile, in this episode, Lucy invites Stephen to the fair, where she begins to make out with him in front of Diana, who is performing. It is a clear power play, and Stephen is visibly uncomfortable. Once they return to the dorms, Stephen is clearly upset with Lucy for what she did, and Lucy basically blackmails him by telling him Diana would never keep his little secret, and her feelings should be the only one he cares about. Stephen agrees, and Lucy seems happy with herself for her manipulation. Later in the episode, Stephen's mom calls him and says she can no longer pay for his housing because she now has to pay for his sister's boarding school. During the conversation, it becomes clear that Stephen's mom is punishing him for going to his dad to sign the paperwork for the application. 
Diana shows up in Stephen's room and the pair quickly fall into old patterns. Stephen begins confiding in her about the drama with his mom and eventually they start kissing. When Diana wants to go further, Stephen won't and she realizes it's because of Lucy. She storms out and says she never thought she could hate Stephen more than she already did. The episodes end at a party celebrating Wrigley for getting team captain. Stephen continues lying to Drew, pitting Wrigley and Pippa against him. Pippa tells Lucy about the Macy accident, and Lucy pretends she doesn't already know. As soon as Pippa continues on with what she knows about the accident, Lucy very plainly gets defensive because the story Pippa is telling doesn't line up with what Stephen told her. At the end of the episode, we see Lucy type up a letter she anonymously delivers to the dean, stating, ask Drew Wrigley about the night Lucy Campbell died. There are only two episodes left to wrap up all the lies that have been told. I hate Lucy. <laughs> She's so irritating. Yes, she is. Like, I don't, all, out of all the things that she's done I, in these two episodes, I don't know what is the most annoying. Yes. Like, yes. the conversation between her and Pippa, I was sitting there like the whole time, like, you could tell her that you also know. You don't have to mention that what's-his-face was in the fucking car. You can just say, oh, yeah, he told me, too. Yeah. Why are you keeping the whole thing a secret still? I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if at first maybe she didn't say anything because she was, like, trying to figure out if Pippa knew that Steven was in the car because maybe she's trying to figure out if Steven told them that part. But once she realized he hadn't, then I don't know why she didn't say that. Yeah, like there was a clear opening for them to have like a bonding moment and like be like, oh yeah, both of our boyfriends told us about this thing. It's so terrible. Like, what do we do? Like, it's been eating me up inside. And she just like was continuing to be a bitch. Yeah, and she like took, it's crazy to me because she like took Steven's word over Pippa's where Steven was like, because Steven said that Drew ran them off the road. Yeah. And Drew said, what did Drew say? Because it was the opposite of that. It was, I think Drew said something like they almost hit each other and they swerved. Like yeah. It, when he said it, it sounded like the car was, what I pictured anyway, was like the car that he swerved from was coming towards his lane. Yeah. Like that's what I pictured in my head from the story he told. So then when Steven is like, you know, he ran us off the road talking about Drew, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Like, they're two completely different stories. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. And then Lucy, I don't know. Lucy seems to be like, I don't know. I feel like she is kind of getting full of herself because she doesn't want even to make her look dumb so she's like trying to like do all this like petty stuff I don't know yeah I don't I don't know I feel like now that she has this information on him and kind of realizes that he was cheating on her or whatever with Diana in the beginning mm-hmm. I think she like realizes oh I can keep him now because he gave me all this like personal information yeah and it's easier than like having to fight over him with Diana. Yeah. Which 
proves that her like blackmailing actually worked because he I I think if he hadn't told Lucy that and knowing how she's like freaking out and wants to tell Macy's parents or tell the authorities or whatever I think if he had kept all that to himself he would have definitely hooked up with Diana when she came to the room yeah yeah definitely I think that is literally the only thing keeping him from doing it because he knows Lucy's like half an inch away from cracking (laughs) yeah and he's like if she finds out that I slept with Diana then she's definitely gonna tell people yeah I just don't understand I don't understand why like I get that she's like in love with Steven or whatever but also I, I don't know why she's in love with him like what has he done like what is so great and then why do you just believe everything that comes out of his mouth? Knowing that he's a liar, you still yeah. believe everything that comes out of his mouth. Like, I don't understand. I don't know. But, okay, so the episode when they're at the lake house, I got so mad when he fucking put that camera in the water. I like, because I, like, take notes in my phone to myself so I can, like, write the synopses and stuff. And yeah. I, like, put, like, multiple, like, the cussing angry emoji like (laughs) in my thing because I was like what is a bitch and then he does it right in front of Pippa like say something say something basically what he was doing I was wondering what he was going to do about those photos because at first when they took the photos in the pool with like the group and stuff he was hiding half of his face in her hair and like her neck and stuff so trying to not be in the photo as much as possible so I was wondering what he was Because they were talking about Facebook. And I remember, because Facebook was like our college days. Like yeah. that was like a big thing. You just tag the people. So if she tagged him, even though half his face is hiding, it's clearly him. Yeah. Like I guess he could go untag himself, but you'd have to see it and untag yourself before Diana saw it. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I knew he was going to do something, try to do something. Because he obviously did not want to take those pictures. And Lucy was unaware that he didn't want to take those pictures. Yeah, which is so crazy. Because then she was like, or he was like, afterwards, he was like, oh, there were so many good pictures of us on there. I was like, you fucking bitch. Like, you you never acted like you wanted these photos. And now all of a sudden, oh, all of our cute photos are gone. Yeah. First of all, him saying that, we such cute photos of us. She should have been like, what are you talking about? You don't say these things. No, talk about cute photos. Wants to hear what she wants to hear when it comes to him. He's like literally just lives in his ass crack. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then when Evan, when he's like, he didn't really snap on her, but when he was like, "Aren't you getting enough attention? Are you not getting enough attention?" or something like that, I was like, "Okay, Evan." He was done with her. He's yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, but clearly he was still butthurt though is why he said it but when him and Brie hooked up I was like yes girl because he's fine yes they're all just like fucking everybody like everyone's interested in somebody just trying to like get with each other yes um but I really um enjoyed it when he told them all off yes finally because yeah. when he said like, we're not all really friends, like I was like, clearly, y'all don't actually like each other. It's just yeah. it works out. Yeah. And Wrigley's annoying as fuck. Yeah, he is. Like, 
how is anyone friends with him? Because I, I couldn't do it. Like he is the reason why I started drinking at parties in college because <laughs> he's so fucking annoying. There's no way I could be sober around like drunk high Wrigley. Yeah. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Which I guess from these episodes too, we realized why because I remember you had mentioned like it seems like Pippa like wants something from him. And I think it's not anything like, um, uh, like evil intentions or anything. I think Mm -hmm. she just like wants his status because he's like popular and she had like hard time in high school and stuff. Yeah. That, um, lunch with her dad was so awkward. Yeah. I was like, come on dad like obviously you're there to like check on her but also this is her new boyfriend who you just met let's not make it weird right um and then it was so funny when charlie was like eating her out and she tried to like fake the orgasm and charlie was like she's like girl i'm good but i'm not that good like what are you doing i had secondhand embarrassment for her so hard (laughs) Yeah, when she first when Charlie first went down on her, I was like, okay, like she looks like she's like getting into it, like she, oh, she's actually gonna have an orgasm this time. Yeah, and then she starts doing that. I was like, she's gonna know. Yeah, like I don't yeah. think I would, like doing it with a man with like his penis inside you is one thing, but doing right. it with a girl who has the parts and her face is right there, like come on, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um. <laughs> And then she got, like, so jealous when, like, Charlie was, like, talking to other people. I was like, girl, you have a whole boyfriend. What do you yeah. like? She, like, had the sock on the door. I was like, girl, you literally probably fucked your boyfriend a couple hours ago. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Or when she was talking to somebody, she was like, so who are you talking to? <laughs> I was like, come on. Stop. I was like, y'all barely even had sex at this point. And you're yeah. jealous already. Yeah. Um, I will say I liked the first episode that it was kind of like a contained episode because it was just in one location. Yeah. I was like, oh, I like this because otherwise we get into like all these different storylines all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked uh, their little pool party shenanigans. Yeah. And then when they started playing Circle of Death, I was like, oh my gosh, take me back. This is so nostalgic. I know, but Lucy was being an annoying little bitch again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was. And then Brie and Evan were like, not really about it. The making out thing. Yeah, it got old really fast. Yeah. And Lucy was doing it to piss off Drew because he likes Brie. Yes. Oh, that was the other thing I want to talk about. Steven fucking like telling Drew basically things that he knows are pissing him off. Yeah. Like, oh, he told Pippa you shouldn't yeah. talk to him anymore. Yeah, and that they said you were mentally unstable. Yeah. I feel like we're gonna find out Steven is the reason that Drew unalives himself. I mean, maybe. Because he keeps, like, he keeps goading him and, like, keeps saying stuff like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, did you, like, do this? Ah." In his stupid Steven voice. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised 
if he is the reason. But I also wouldn't be surprised if, like, that's kind of what Stephen wants to do. Because Macy's dead. Lucy's in love with him, so she's not going to tell anyone. So Drew is the only other person that kind of knows what actually happened. Yeah. So keeping but him... Do you, think, do you think Drew knows that Stephen was there? I don't think he knows. I don't think so. I think that he just thinks it was Macy and Nava. I don't think he even yeah. knows that there was another body, period. Yeah, because I think that's what Lucy said to him, uh, to Stephen, when she wanted to tell Macy's parents. She was like, Drew, because Stephen was like, no, it's going to ruin my future or whatever. And I think Lucy said, he doesn't even know you were there. He only saw Macy. Yeah. Yeah, I think the whole time it's just been that he knows about Macy and like realized yeah. that it was her. But yeah, I think, I feel like Stephen wouldn't be sad or surprised if Drew like kills himself because then that his whole secret is fine then. He doesn't have to worry about anything. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Stephen is literally, he's so like unlikable. Like I don't, at this point, I don't even care about like how his mom was like, I'm not paying for your housing and stuff. Because I know there's been like some, like there's some writers that can write a character that's unlikable, but you're still like still concerned about them. Mm -hmm. Um, and because I I had for my first series, Callista, the main character, I had a reviewer say one time she was like, I don't know how you wrote a character that's so unlikable, but I still was like upset when something bad happened to her and I don't feel upset when something happens to Steven that's bad like I don't care he's that unlikable no I didn't care about that conversation at all yeah I was like one I was like it kind of makes sense because it doesn't seem like they have a lot of money so if she's got to pay for one she probably can't pay for both yeah but also she's saying that to him to be a bitch because she knows that he spoke to their father. Yeah, because she was like, why don't you ask your dad for help? Yeah, she was like, did she tell you she's applying to boarding school? Like, obviously, you know she knows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I felt n- not bad for him at all. And I'm starting to not feel bad for Lucy either because she's starting to be, like, very bitchy. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't know if I ever felt bad for Lucy. I was just like, stop being so naive. But now I'm just yeah. like, stop being dumb. Because now she yeah. knows pretty much everything and is still going along with it. So yeah. you're just dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her and Steven, who I think are supposed to be like the main, main characters, I am not fans of. Yeah, no. They deserve each other at this point. Yeah seriously um so I'm I'm very interested to find out if we're gonna see like how things end up how it started like at the wedding or if there's gonna be like another season before we find out how things got to the wedding mm. I uh, I don't know I hope we find out something they've got to give us like at least another glimpse of the wedding whether we get yeah. all of it or not they've got to tell us yeah. something yeah but, um, um, I, I'm ready to see how it ends because I, 
I need them to wrap up some of these lies. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I wanted I want to see like what happened with the car accident and I want to see what happened with Drew. Yeah, that's the other thing I want to see is like I want them to actually show something to do with the car accident, whether mm-hmm. it's the whole thing or we just get like flash flashbacks or something like I want something cuz just yeah. talking about it there's two different stories. One person is dead, so like we don't really know anything. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't think there's anything else from those. I will say, Lucy taking him to like listen to Diana sing and then making out in front of her was the other time I had secondhand embarrassment. I was disgusted. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? First of all, you look dumb. Like, yeah. it doesn't make you look any better. No. because you want to make out with him in front of her like she knows exactly what you're doing and why yeah like it just makes you look stupid and silly like she could have literally just if she wanted to do something like that she could have literally just walked up holding his hand because diana saw it when they were holding hands like that would have been enough yeah literally just stand there and like hold his hand talk to him watch them sing for the whole time and just stare at her yeah that would have been a better power move than like shoving your tongue down his throat while she's trying to cry through sing at the same yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, poor Diana. Um yeah, I'm not like I don't know, I'm not a fan of Lucy or Steven. Just not. Me either. But I also want Diana to be smarter as well. Because yeah, well, you could do so much better. And yeah. clearly you hate him. So stop going over there trying to fuck him. It doesn't turn out well, clearly. Yeah. I'm like he seriously has to have some magical peen. I don't know what the draw is. I, I do not get it. I don't know what it is. Because he draws nice flowers. <laughs> They're he not even that great. And takes girls to like nice wine dinners. So that's what he has. And then he has yeah. apparently it's good. Ew, the sex scene at the end with Lucy and Steven. Did you? I had to go back and like turn on subtitles so I could see what she was saying because I didn't understand it at first. Oh yeah, what did she say? I didn't like really listen to what she said. She was um. She said like uh, you know I would do anything for you, right? And he says yeah. yeah. And then she was like, do you feel it? Do you feel that? Oh, <laughs> like I guess just all the emotions or whatever. But I was like, girl. Like, what's wrong with you? You would do anything for him. Would he do anything for you? Right. Because no. Nope. Nope. Because he's sitting there uh, water damaging your photos. Yes. He doesn't want to be seen with you in public. When she dropped that damn note into the whatever principal dean's office, whatever, I was like, why? Why? So she's actually a liar because she won't do anything for him because he wants her to keep it a secret and she just can't. Yeah, she did it for her because she couldn't hold it in anymore. Yeah. It was her own guilt had nothing to do with Steven. Yeah. I really hope that it backfires and they realize that there was someone else in that car because they like decide to go back and analyze the car more. Mm-hmm. I still... I still think that Steven was the one driving. 
I think we're going to find out. That would have been a lot to do, though. Like, he would have been the one driving. I guess it could make sense if, um, like, because Drew said he only saw Macy. Yeah. So, like, if Steven swerved to the wrong side of the road, then he would only be seeing the passenger side, which would have been Macy's face. Yep. But then Steven having enough time to, like, switch the body from one side to the other, her dead, lifeless body. Uh no. What if she wasn't dead, Sheila? Yeah, exactly. What, what if she was thinking? like what if she was like clinging on to life and he still just selfishly moved her over there and she was like, What are you doing? Help me. What if she was alive and he like smothered her face so that she would actually die so that she couldn't tell people what he just did? Yeah. Oh, if he did that I would I would hate him so much more oh my gosh yeah yeah you'd be like Diana but like I didn't think I could hate you more than I already do exactly yeah and I wouldn't put it past him because he's a terrible person yeah I could definitely see him um trying to cover it up because then that would make it because like okay so if Drew actually kills himself later in the show and then yeah he like smothered Macy who was like clinging to life then he's like basically killed two people yep yep he's terrible yeah. and then Lucy uh, will probably still be up his ass <laughs> yes I don't understand <laughs> she'll probably still take his side and be like you were just so scared you didn't know what to do that's so awful Steven I'm so sorry you were drunk and you just you weren't thinking correctly you didn't want to go to jail <laughs> yeah I don't understand her like how like two like two other people were there with Macy Drew and Steven why is one of them more at fault if Steven says he wasn't driving then he didn't actually do anything yeah it's hard he left her which is fucking terrible because again what if she was alive she's your roommate and you think that drew killed her well what if she was alive and steven left her she has not thought about that nope nope like she has not asked once are you sure she was dead because that would have been my first question yeah for real did you check on her did you did you talk to her did you jiggle her around see if she moved like not Lucy. That was just terrible for Steven. That's all. I don't understand. Like, did you call 911 and say there's been an accident and then hang up and run away? Like, I don't understand. She's asked zero questions. It's just, oh, that must have been so hard for you, the one who's alive. Right? <laughs> oh. She blames herself more than Steven, which I find so ridiculous. Yes! You're not going to friends with a party doesn't mean that they're going to die. So, like, you didn't do anything by just not wanting to go to a party because you were upset with life at that time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She's nuts. <sighs> Bananas. Um, all right. Anything else? No. No more anchor towards Lucy tonight. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have more next week. Oh, I'm sure. Be few um, All right. Well, any pop culture? Did you see the Selena and Haley Bieber photos? No. Uh, whatever gala they were at, I don't know. 
but uh they took photos together really yes they're all uh hugged up on each other i want to know let me see what gala was that oh the academy museum gala but yeah like it's not even just one photo trailer it's like five different like selena's like holding her waist their faces are touching they're smiling i pull them up yes like i want to know how this happened and who went to who who walked over to whose table what photographer fucking got this because they got a fucking raise (laughs) for real i just think that's insane it just happened it's been all over my tiktok today interesting crazy after well, I, that, um, I mean it the feuding needs to stop like and I don't even think that there's really a feud between the two of them it's just like right. they're fans right but yeah. I don't know <sighs> yeah look at them just looking like fucking friends man right okay that's big pop culture news yeah yeah see hugged up touching faces like that's her fucking bestie (laughs) good for them yeah they're really cute photos no fighting over a man please one of them's already married to him and you don't need to be with him because that relationship sucks so what it's unnecessary right um well, the only pop culture I have, which I saw this morning, because like I said, I've been working like crazy this week, so I haven't really seen too much, but there was more, it was like a TikTok, it was some guy calling out Candace Owens, which that's that lady's name, that mm-hmm. wore the shirt with uh, Kanye. Oh, and, that's what he was with. Yeah, and she made some other video, and this guy on TikTok like, called her out and basically schooled her ass. And I was like, yes. Um, and apparently she said she was going to call him out on Twitter this week, but I didn't see anything. Like, I went to her Twitter and I didn't see anything. So mm. I don't know. And I asked my dad about it when he was over here earlier. And he was like, yeah, uh, they, they like talking about her and Kanye. He was like, they're a bunch of dumbasses. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I fucking hate Candace. She's stupid. Yeah. Um, but apparently lots of people support her and saying that BLM is a lie. Yeah, I mean I understand some people with the sense of like how BLM started and who started it, but what it stands for and what people actually want to do with it is good. Just yeah, like it, that's with any movement, with any group of people. There's always going to be some people that take it too far, or do the wrong thing, or turn the message into something else. That doesn't mean the entire organization is crap, right? And people don't understand that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I don't know her and Kanye. I don't know. He's like, I don't know. His head is in the clouds. Something's wrong with him for real. Yeah, I can't remember who said it. Um, it was a blonde lady, white actress, but she was basically like, "We need to stop talking about how much of a genius he is." Like, that doesn't negate all the anti-Semitic things that he says, and 
like calling Kanye a genius now at this point is just taking away from all the terrible shit that he does and says when he's clearly a person who we know needs mental help and has shown us he needs mental help yeah because I think um I think it was in response to Bethany Frankel who has recently called him a genius and like got a whole bunch of backlash for it yeah yeah so that has happened yeah I'm just like over him tbh yeah yeah I think um Bert from the Bert show last week or the week before said something to Kristen like I know we have to report on this stuff but I'm just so tired of hearing about him like I wish we didn't have to talk about him yeah for real um I don't think there was any other pop culture that I got um I don't think so but I haven't watched it yet but um the SNL episode from yesterday this past Saturday with Mm -hmm. uh Megan Z Stallion the clips I've seen look really good, so I'm excited to watch it. I didn't even know she was on it. Yes, she was the um, host and the performer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Doing big things. She's making, as Cardi B says, money moves. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, well, the homework for next week um is one episode of the patient and tell me lies because that's all that will be out and since that is the case we will um have two episodes of Dahmer finally (laughs) yes I've heard lots of crazy things about it and I'm kind of scared because I have heard multiple times that people are having nightmares. Yes. I was um, talking to my sister-in-law last week when I was over there and she's already binged the whole thing and then was also watching, there's another documentary show that has an episode about Dahmer in it. So she was watching that too. And I was telling her that she can't tell me anything because I've watched nothing yet. Yeah, me either. I've only seen the TikToks of people doing this scene where the neighbor's like, I'm not eating that. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Yeah. Because it's Niecy Nash, too, which is funny. Oh, I love her. Yeah, oh, she has a new show. She's uh doing Rookie Feds, which I think is hilarious so far. Oh. You know, I think I heard that. Yeah. Oh, I do have, um, I guess, kind of pop culture news is, which I, maybe I talked about it last week. I think I did actually. Luckiest Girl Alive. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did well, watch it. I watched it last week. Okay, what do you think? I thought it was real good. Yeah. Um, did you read the book? I can't remember. No, I have not read it. But I after I watched it, of course, TikTok knew I watched it. So like, yeah, there were lots of TikToks about it. But um, she actually liked my TikTok that I made about it. Uh, who? Which one? The author. 
Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the TikToks were of girls who like had gotten triggered from certain scenes. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of them were like, you know, I had to stop watching. Like I couldn't even finish it. Yeah. And they were pretty bad. What do you mean? They're like they're the TikToks. Oh the yeah. In the movie were pretty bad. Yeah. They were. Um, I did see people like, um, were upset that there weren't trigger warnings, but for me personally, I read the book, so I already knew what was going to happen so it didn't bother me but I could see if like you had experienced those kind of things personally and didn't know that it was going to be in the movie then I could see where people could be upset about it yeah I didn't I rarely ever pay attention to like the ratings when shows or movies start so I don't know if it said anything about that like I mean it did like how they normally do where it's like rated r and then it put like at the top like what it what was going to be in it but you know those words are very vague yeah well i don't know they could they definitely could have put something in the beginning or like in the synopsis or something yeah well because that is a, a big thing that happens to people i could definitely see it being triggering it wasn't triggering for me but it was just like cringy like it, i felt bad watching it yeah yeah um but overall I really liked it I enjoyed it I thought it was good one of my um good like bookstagram friends um she shockingly didn't like it as much as I thought she would um she said the pacing seemed off but I I mean I I agree I think the because I just reread the book this year in preparation for the movie coming out and I think there was a lot from the like like I feel like the pacing of the past was a little quickened like there was a lot more of the um childhood Tiffany that was told in the actual um book than what could be portrayed in the movie but I've listened to a lot of podcasts that the author was on and because she, she actually wrote the screenplay as well and mm -hmm. she said that she just obviously couldn't include everything and she worked with a team that was like this is the best way for us to like move the story along with the time that we have yeah makes sense yeah movies um, and TV shows are always different than the book so yeah, I will say it is the most true to the book, like, adaptation that I've seen. That's good. I mean, it yeah. probably helped that she wrote it herself. Yeah. Um, but the whole reason I brought it up is that the pop culture news is, is that it's um, still number one in the world on Netflix right now. Yeah, not surprised yeah it's really good yeah um so anywho i guess that's it yeah i think that's all i got um so yeah we'll still have four episodes to cover next week but it'll be one 
of Tell Me Lies, one of The Patient, and two of Dahmer on Netflix. So that's your homework. Yes. Three shows for y'all. Yes. Um, and what else do they need to do? You need and we want, we deserve, we desire. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> Rate, review, and subscribe. Share us with your friends, your family, your mama, everybody. Your daddy, your granny. Yes. Grannies will like us too. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, look at them sweet babies. <laughs> They're so funny. Yeah, we can recap the shows for her and she doesn't even have to watch the whole thing. She exactly. doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> yes um all right well that's all i got i got a headache and i need to watch house of the dragon <laughs> all right well that's it folks bye bye